I'm not against ancestors but i really thought it was strange that i'm reading jeremiah and when i say ancestors and the worshiping of ancestors and the idolizations that the ancestors had previously set up for the newcomers to now worship and idolize like it's it's like catch 22 literally the stuff that is happening in jerusalem i mean basic yeah what's happening in jerusalem in the book of jeremiah is happening today You are now listening to Disciples in Progress, where believers in Christ renew their lives. Join the DIP community weekly as you learn about new ways of implementing God's word for practical use in your everyday life. Without further ado, now introducing your host and fellowship friend, Tamika Gray. Hello, hello, hello. You are now listening to Disciples in Progress, and this is episode number 17. So I know this is coming out like literally at the end of Monday, but um, I had family stuff this weekend and um, just a little bit of last minute stuff. So I didn't get to record earlier, but I also was still battling between two topics like, God, am I going to talk about this thing? Am I going to talk about this thing? And Obviously, there was one topic that I wanted to talk about more than the other, but it's not about what I desire and what I want to talk about. It's what God wants to wants me to talk about. And so today's episode, I literally just titled it Ancestors. It should be titled The Dangers That Comes With Listening to Your Ancestors or whoever your ancestors are. Um, and particularly, I thought it was strange too, because we're starting to move into an era today where everybody's just like, yeah, girl, I'm listening to my ancestors. I pray to my ancestors. I worship my ancestors, 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 ancestors. I'm it's like Candyman. If I say it too much, maybe somebody will pop up. I'm not sure. But when we start to, as humans starts to put power and things that we create, it does create actual power so you really are calling on to your ancestors and whoever you deem to be your ancestors might show up or it might be something or someone you don't even know um but that goes with spiritual entities and the spiritual realm you don't really know what you're calling out to all the time so you just gotta be careful with that um And careful with the energies that you tap into, because just like there's there's good energy, there's bad energy. We talked about this. So, um, yeah, I'm not against ancestors, but I really thought it was strange that I'm reading Jeremiah. And when I say ancestors and the worshiping of ancestors and the idolizations that the ancestors had previously set up for the newcomers to now worship and idolize like it's it's like catch 22 literally the stuff that is happening in jerusalem i mean basically yeah what's happening in jerusalem in the book of jeremiah is happening today and i just thought it was crazy but god particularly wanted me to talk to you got you guys about the dangers of creating false idols and gods and some of the things that these ancestors were requiring and requesting as sacrificial lambs to show to, for people to show that they they were loyal to their ancestors. Um, I'm going to be reading from Jeremiah chapter seven. I'm going to start with verse 22, which is where God first addressed this whole ancestor stuff. And it reads like this. When I led your ancestors out of Egypt, it was not burnt offerings and sacrifices I wanted from them. This is what I told them. Obey me and I will be your God and you will be my people. Do everything as I say and all will be well. 
But my people would not listen to me. They kept doing whatever they wanted, following the stubborn desires of their evil hearts. They went backwards instead of forward. From the day your ancestors left Egypt until now, I have continued to send my servants, the prophets, day in and day out. But my people have not listened to me or even tried to hear. They have been stubborn and sinful, even worse than their ancestors. Okay, so I just read a little bit. So this is the first time that I clearly distinctly remember uh, remember when God first started talking about ancestors in Jeremiah. And the way that he's referencing the ancestors is literally how you would think of an ancestor, somebody that would, came previously before you. Um, but in this particular case, it was somebody that previously came before you that held a promise between themselves and God. And so when there's a promise made from lineage after lineage, technically and typically those same promises, commandments and credence get passed down in tradition. Today's century, we don't know nothing about no tradition. We always create new stuff, want to divvy, divvy away from tradition just because that's just in our nature. We want to be doing stuff different and outside of the norm. But previously, tradition was very um, sacred and held in a more higher esteem than what it is today. And so when God is referencing the ancestors, he's literally talking about the people that came before the people that is currently living on the earth. And he he's referring to a covenant that he made to the ancestors of Jerusalem that they were going to inherit that land. And, you know, this is going to be the land of milk and honey and God was going to bless them. God just asked for their obedience and to that they declare their loyalty to God and God only. Well, they got into this place. They got influenced by the people of Judah who was already there. They were interested in the type of gods and idol idols that they were creating and started worshiping them and kind of pushed God to the side and said, we ain't fooling with you no more. We created our own entity entities and our own idols. And this is what we're going to do. And so that's kind of where we are right now. But what's really particular that I wanted us that God wanted us to pay attention to was the Valley of Slaughter. So in chapter seven, there's three subheadings. It's Jeremiah's. The first subheading is Jeremiah speaks at the temple. The second uh, subheading is Judah's persistent idolatry. And then the last subheading is the Valley of Slaughter. And in this, in the Valley of Slaughter, God is talking about renaming like one of the back alleyways behind one of the temples that was originally created for the worship of God. But then the people of Jerusalem decided that, okay, we want to worship our idols in the same temple that we are supposed to be worshiping God. But in this temple where they were worshiping their idols and ancestors, they were, I don't know where the credence came from, but they were given word that they needed to give sacrifice sacrifices to these idols. And instead of just burning incense and chanting and all that other stuff, they were killing their children, their daughters and sons and slaughtering them and laying their body to waste in the back alley, like didn't give them a proper burial or anything like that. So you're going into the house of the Lord that you have now perverted and basically made it a slaughterhouse to give sacrifices to your idols that you created out of who knows what and worshiping ancestors that are leading you astray. This is why we got to wake up and pay attention to the uh, to the spiritual entities that we call upon. 
there is good and bad things out here. Everything that we talk about isn't always good. And that's what we have to wake up and see. There is dangers when you are just falsely aimlessly out here just praising and worshiping things you don't really know anything about you don't know what type of spiritual entity you're calling on you don't know what type of energy you're tapping into you don't know you know what type of um life you're giving to uh idols that were created by your hand um you could carve out something in wood today and start praising it and be and it become a god but guess what that wood that you just did, if it came from the ground, it came from natural earth, there's energy in that. Therefore, it could be used as a vessel. Therefore, you could be praising this entity and you could be praising this object and it really come to life. Like, I'm not going to go there. That's probably way too deep for y'all. But there is instances in the Bible where you can vividly um, read where people are talking to trees, animals, stars, the sky, the moon, like what I'm saying, the purpose of this message is that there, there is truth to everything that we are experiencing in today's time when it comes to ancestors, when it comes to crystals, when it comes to the different uh, energies and entities, when it comes to manifestation and um, when it comes to quote unquote, the universe and all of these things, like when it, we talk about being, you know, it's cancer season. So the, um, what are, what are the, the horoscopes and things of that nature that define and characterizes certain groups of people because of the months that they were born in and then your moon and your star and all of this other stuff. There is truth to everything that we, uh, know to be true today, but the, you got to really read your word to figure out and decipher, okay, but where is the truth that God placed in this? Because the thing about the Hebrew, Hebrews and the uh, Greeks, so I think the, the Old Testament was created by the, the people of Hebrew, and the New Testament was kind of written more so from the understanding of people in the Greeks. And, you know, Greeks are really into fertility and they're really into um, just just a lot of wayward things of how to how to be creators themselves, how to be gods themselves. And so what people would do was they would study God. And they would study his practices, they would study the disciples, they would study the works of God and try to recreate it in their own way. I mean, but we are created in God's image and we have the capabilities to do exactly what God did. So we are natural creators, like we are the only species on earth that can recreate things and quote unquote manifest things into today's time as reality. Something that came from a thought in your head can actually come out into full flesh vision tangible something today in today's time so yes you are a creator yes you do have that power to create and and develop things into reality that's an amazing gift but the problem was some people most people want to do it all in their own might and in their own strength and then that's when it becomes perverted and so what I'm basically saying to you guys is that be careful what you're calling on to and calling out. Be careful what you praise and idolize and worship. Understand the ancestors that you call to. 
understand the credence and the um, covenants that they previously made and make sure that you're not negating tradition. Um, If you really want to do more research in this manner and you want to get a deeper spiritual level, I'm telling you everything that you need to know is in this Bible. And let me tell you something else, too, since we want to talk about stars and moon. I had a really weird experience this weekend. Well, one of my good friends, my Baba City friend, she's um, on a spiritual journey right now to really understand like the astrology and how like it was. What was its original creation from God's perspective? Because there is power in that, you know, God had named all the stars in the sky like they all have names. Okay, the moon has its own thing. The sun has its own thing. Like there is a significant meanings to all of this stuff. So like these horoscopes and things might not all 110 be wrong. So that's why I'm saying like we can't like knock it all out. But we also if you really want to know what the original intent was, you got to go do your research. And so that's kind of what she's been doing. Um, gosh, just been leading her to different parts of the Bible and things like that. And she'll like read it and she'll do some research on like other people's commentary. And then she'll do some more reading. She'll look up definitions, basically doing a deep dive Bible study. And she's just finding some incredible things right now. And I support her spiritual endeavor of just trying to really get to the root of like, what was God's original purpose? And it was crazy because she was doing all of that. And I'm in the midst of reading Jeremiah right now. And God had mentioned several times about how he was going to scatter the dead bones of the people that was going to be devoured and destroyed in this land of Jerusalem underneath the moon and the stars. I didn't understand the significance and still don't understand the significance of that. But we honestly do know that when someone dies, it is important that they get the proper burial that they deserve. Um, we also should understand and know that, you know, when you when you pass that your your spiritual entity, your spiritual entity is still is still here. It's just not in the vessel that you possessed. Um, and the last thing that you need to understand is that. If my bones are being scattered underneath the stars and the sky, God ain't just saying that just to say that. There's some context behind that. And that's why we can't hate the fact that there may be some truth to, you know, you know, the stars and the moon and things meaning things. I And that's what I want to take away from people is like, I don't not believe what you believe is just I don't believe the way that you're using it was for the original intent or purpose of why God created it nine times out of ten well let's not do that the enemy's job is to pervert anything and everything that God creates on this earth and the first creation when he created man was to be fruitful and multiply and how bad has having sex has been perverted on this earth you know to the point where like we're, I mean, we can go extreme with it now these days. So it was supposed to be a sacred act, a spiritual act. It is a spiritual and sacred act. Every time you do it, 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 its original intent was as a gift and as a commandment from our God. And so just something, and that's not even small. I would say just from something so small, that's not small. That was one of the greatest and first commandments given to human beings on this earth. So I don't know. We just... I need everybody to open their eyes, open your eyes, pay attention, pay attention. You want to be more spiritual? 
I just say do it in a manner that God is pleased and try to get to the original intent for these creations and purposes of these creations so that we're not misusing it in the in ignorant in, in ignorance Ooh, why was that so hard to say in, in ignorance interesting a double n uh but yeah i'm not about to ramble for too too long this is very quick because this was not something that i was planning on talking about um and maybe you guys have something to add to this i would definitely encourage you guys to um comment in the comment sections leave a note or something what if you found out in the bible about um you know god speaking about you know ancestors and the stars and the moon and the sky and things of that nature um i know there was something ah was it in it wasn't in romans it had it was probably in matthews where it was talking about how god was literally talking to the heavens and the trees in the sky and like he had made a promise to them that he wouldn't because he had think he had just destroyed something and he was like you know what i'm not gonna do the land like that no more he was literally talking to the wind and the ocean and things of that nature um so like that when when he created life he created life and everything and it even says in scripture that if you don't praise me i will make the rocks cry out and sing praises to me like if all the people in the earth had turned away their backs against god god said i don't need y'all do you understand that i'm the creator of all creations and i can make these rocks these dry rocks scream and cry out to me don't play me period okay and that and, and that's on that on that okay um but yeah i'm gonna just leave it right there i'm not gonna ramble on too long um but yeah, check your ancestors, get some, get some foundation. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna leave it right there. You guys, I will talk to you next Monday. Bye.